1: Hello and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard.com Senior Editor,
2: Katie Atkinson. Wow, what an intro. What an intro.
1: <laughs> how are
2: you? I'm well, how are you? Good. Did uh, you, you have a lovely weekend? Absolutely. A little baby shower action? Baby shower action. <laughs> was, there, was there music involved at this baby shower? No, there was no music no whatsoever. Music. No, no.
1: Usually there's like baby shower games, right?
2: There were some games. They had that creepy one where there's a little baby inside an ice cube. Have you ever seen that before? And
1: if someone gets the ice cube, then they win a prize?
2: When the baby, when it melts and the baby, whoever gets the baby out first from the ice cube, whoever's water breaks first. Oh. Oh my God. Baby showers.
1: Wow. Baby shower <laughs> jokes. So that
2: was my uh, weekend. Well, um... <laughs> You can always count on a lively
1: discussion every week on the Billboard Pop Shop podcast involving, you know, baby showers. Um, (laughs) Always. And all things pop... On Billboard's (laughs) weekly charts. Um, You know, babies, you know, pop out of people. That's true. That's a different kind of pop. Really? Never mind. (laughs) Um, um, You can always count on a lively discussion, as I said. And, you know, you can always hear fun chart stats and news and Katie and I yammering back and forth about what we've done over the weekend. Yes. Um, And we often have guest interviews on the show. So uh, this week is no exception. We have an interview with TLC's Chili. Yes, indeed. Um, she uh, talked to Katie a few weeks ago.
2: Yeah. Uh, I got to even do a dance workout with her.
1: No pressure. You're having to, like, dance with Chili.
2: Yeah, no pressure. I totally kept up.
1: Totally kept up with Did Chili. <laughs> I wasn't there, but I've seen pictures. In fact, there's a picture on Billboard.com where you're in the background, right?
2: Very. A tiny little floating hat in the background oh. among professional dancers. <laughs> and then me. Yeah.
1: This is great. Well, stay tuned for uh, our interview with Chili later on in the show, because this week, not only do we have an interview with Chili, but because of our interview with Chili, we figured what better way to celebrate our interview than by doing a special themed episode celebrating the greatest girl groups of all time. Yeah, special girl group podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll be counting down the top 10 biggest girl groups, uh, uh, the biggest girl group songs ever on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Uh, discussing some of our personal favorite girl groups and we'll be playing a special quiz Katie edition of our famed game category is girl groups Uh, I say famed only because I played it once with RuPaul
2: I I have a feeling RuPaul's gonna do better than I will
1: but we'll we'll see we'll see (laughs) Um, plus we'll be reviewing the action at the top of the Billboard 200 albums chart and the Billboard Hot 100 songs chart where Rihanna rules both lists Uh, And we'll also be talking about how Ariana Grande makes a smashing debut straight into the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 with her new single, Dangerous Woman, that famous waltzing song. As <laughs> yes. we talked about mm-hmm. last week. Yep. Uh, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss a single episode, and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Um, so let's just get right to it on the billboard 200 album chart this week rihanna's anti returns to number 1 i still feel like i'm I sh- i'm not sure if I, it's is it anti or anti
2: I think it's anti, but I... Because I think she's trying to say it's like the anti-album.
1: Right. No, it's not. It's like unconventional.
2: But if you just say the word anti by itself, like... It sounds better than anti. Yeah. Like, you feel like there should be something after the word anti. Otherwise, like, up the anti.
1: That's what I hear when I hear anti. anti Anti-chamber. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, It earned 54,000 equivalent album units in the week ending March 17th. Uh, st patrick's day according to nielsen music it's the second week at number one for anti um it's not the second consecutive week it the album debuted and then moved to number one and then since then it moved out of number one and And now it's back and now it's back um losing my voice um of anti's total units this week seventeen thousand of them were in pure album sales, the rest of the sum, the rest of the 54,000, like 69% of those points were comprised of track equivalent album units and streaming equivalent album units, thanks to the popularity of the album's tracks like Work, which is number one again on the Billboard Hot Mm -hmm. 100 chart. Um, Because remember, the Billboard 200 chart now is a popularity chart based on how an album is consumed. It's not a straight sales chart like it used to be before... December of 2014, and that's when we transitioned the chart to become a popularity chart based on how people consume music each week, with streams and tracks and everything else. Um, That said, um, because work is number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and because anti is number one on the Billboard 200 chart, uh, Rihanna is at number one on both charts with the most popular album in the country and the most popular song in the country for the second time. She previously did it with her Unapologetic album Mm -hmm. and um, Diamonds. Diamonds was number one. And Unapologetic was only number one for one week. Um, So this is the second time Rihanna has been queen of all music. This does not surprise me. Um, I'm sure Rihanna fans are like very excited. Oh, by the way, this is not in our script. Did you see... um, the the, the, the uh, social videos of Rihanna at her Cincinnati show with yes. the guy in the front row. Thanks to you
2: I did. Yes. Oh my I
1: just stumbled across those like last night on Instagram. They're awesome. There's, her
2: reaction to his voice was
1: hilarious. She's uh, so Rihanna in the video, go to Billboard.com, try to find it, or just Google Rihanna Cincinnati fan singing. <laughs> she's singing four or five seconds and she holds out the and she's like she's holding out the mic to a guy in the front row and she's like, You ready? And she hands it to him, or she holds it out. Here's your moment. And he busts out a a vocal. Beautiful voice. And the look on her face is just like, what the? Where'd that go? She was not expecting that. She was not expecting that. And I guess um, uh, we reported that she started following him on Twitter now, I guess. Well,
2: I saw he tweeted, too, saying that he's been riding with Rihanna since the beginning. (laughs) And he was awesome. Like it was
1: such a cute moment. It was I, so good. Watch watch him turn up now on the next album.
2: It's gonna be like that pie guy and Patty LaBelle. Yeah. And like he's gonna he's gonna go to like Thanksgiving with Rihanna next year. <laughs> we, we,
1: next we I am looking forward to the new vocal group with the pie guy from Patty LaBelle <laughs> and this dude at the Rihanna concert.
2: Dude, I think they would slay actually. Man. That's a good duo. <laughs>
1: it's, it's just uh yeah. Uh, Diva fans unite, yes. basically. Yes. Um, so uh, back to the Billboard 200 chart, uh, so we, we're we not quite finished with that. Um, here's something interesting about uh, album sales this week. So Rihanna's Anti is the most popular album of the week. However, it's only the number 10 best-selling album. Um, as we said... Our Billboard 200 is based on popularity of the album in itself, all of the tracks and the album combined. We now have a chart that's just just called Top Album Sales.
2: I have two follow-up questions that you may or may not be able to answer. Well, they may already be on here, but okay. Okay, question one is, is number 10 the lowest something has been on Top Album Sales with being number one on the Billboard 200? I don't have that. What I can can say is that um, it was a soft week yeah for album
1: releases yeah like nothing came out quiet exactly. yeah super quiet so that was um a great opportunity for rihanna to hit number one with a really low traditional sales figure mm-hmm. but with a really large track and streaming number okay because its tracks are so popular yeah so it made up the difference yeah. that it didn't have an album sales yeah with you know robust track and streams yeah um the number 1 selling album this week is actually Joey and Rory's Hymns. Right. Um it sold uh 44,000 copies, which is like more than twice as much as what Rihanna sold. So if we're just looking at traditional straight album sales, yeah, yeah Joey and Rory had the bigger selling album. In terms of total popularity, Rihanna's album is still more popular yeah. by this particular metric by how we formulate the chart. Um uh, the 44,000 for Joey and Rory's album is actually the um, third smallest weekly sales figure for the number one album, like the top selling top album. Top selling, yeah. Um, and previously, only two albums have sold less at number one on the top album sales chart. Um, Amos Lee's Mission Bell
2: okay,
1: um, did 40,000 back in 2011. Um, and then The Descendants TV soundtrack from Disney did 30,000 just last year. Um, so it's a low sales figure. It was just sort of a soft week. Yep. Period. That's what happens. Um, what's also interesting about the Joey and Rory uh, thing at number one, it's only the. So as my sorry, my phone buzzed. If you heard that, I so so sorry about that. Um, with Joey and Rory at number one on the sales chart, it's only the sixth Christian or gospel album to be the best selling album of the week. Oh wow. Um, previously, uh, Lecrae. Lecrae, you knew that already. I knew that one. Because you, you probably, like, edited that story. Yes. <laughs> um, Lecrae, and these are already on, these are on the sheet in front of us. So, oh, yeah,
2: I yeah. didn't even see that. I really did know Oh, Lecrae. you actually just knew Lecrae. <laughs> yes.
1: I, I, are you a big fan of Lecrae? <laughs> no, I just
2: remember when he was number one. Yeah.
1: Um, Lecrae, Chris Tomlin with Burning Lights, um, and Lecrae's album was Anomaly. Um, Chris Tomlin's Burning Lights in 2013, Toby Mac's Eye on It in 2012, Leanne Rhymes You Light Up My Life, inspirational songs back in 1997. At the height of Leanne Rhymes' mania, she put out an album that was kind of half inspirational, half kind of Christian-y. Um, so it was, like, it was like covers and standards and some inspirational songs. And there was enough content there to make it considered uh, Christian. Mm-hmm. So we put it on our Christian albums chart, and that's why we have it on this list. And then before that, um, Bob Carlyle's Butterfly Kisses.
2: Butterfly Kisses. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that was man. I didn't know that that was a Christian album, actually. Yeah. He would, uh, yeah that was, man, was that a fluke. Fluke, that was a fluke hit single huge fluke hit album who's on oprah winfrey i remember that yeah um so yeah there's your uh, big news on the billboard 200 this week um back on the billboard hot 100 ariana grande's dangerous woman jumps in at number 10 uh it's her seventh top 10 single and uh, dangerous also bows at number two on digital songs with 118,000 downloads sold uh, and also at number 15 on the streaming songs chart with 9 million domestic streams for the week. Um, Katie, how many songs with the word dangerous in their title oh, have reached wow. the top
2: 10? Um, man, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I'll I'm just, trying to even think of like a song with dangerous in it and I'm struggling currently. Uh,
1: one of my favorite, uh, what, uh, a, a pop group that I really enjoy that mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just like forget about um, had a big number two hit with Dangerous. The song's called Dangerous. Um, and it was Roxette. Oh, I love Roxette. Yeah. Oh, man, they're great. The look, So many good Listen songs. Listen to Your Heart, Dress for Sex. Um, Dangerous, their, their song Dangerous hit number two. So
2: how many are there? Uh, four
1: in total. Four, okay. Just four, including Dangerous Woman. Okay. So uh, Cardinal
2: Official. Oh, yeah, I remember his moment. Yep, Dangerous. <laughs> and then Busta Rhymes had a song. Okay. All dangerous. Yeah, but. man, I wouldn't have come up with any of those. So. Yeah. The only one that I
1: immediately thought of was Roxette. Yeah.
2: I started going with danger. I was like, "Danger Zone" by Kenny Loggins. Yes, no, not that danger. Ta- that opens a whole different can. Of I was worms. looking for specifically for dangerous.
1: <laughs> um. Well, you know, I w- now we're going to talk about um a thing that I love, girl groups. A thing that I love. is it
2: girl group time?
1: It's girl group time. Girl group o'clock. Girl group o'clock. Um, you know, as we talked earlier, or as we mentioned earlier, since our guest is TLC's Chili, and TLC is one of the biggest girl groups of all time, yes. we thought it was only appropriate to celebrate girl groups on this week's show. Absolutely. So I, I thought it would just be fun to sort of have a casual chat about some of our favorite girl groups, um, you know, girl group moments. This is completely unscripted. Like, let's, uh, truly, let's this is unscripted. Let's just chat. Let's have a. I will start and say one a, of my chat. favorites is Girls Aloud.
2: This um, does not surprise me. <laughs> I, I've talked about
1: them so much on the show before, and i i i came I came on board the girls allowed train really late, like so late. I think they had already kind of, um, kind of went on hiatus.
2: Oh, uh, when you discovered
1: them? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I knew that they existed, but
2: they. I mean, they don't get played on American radio, no, or they didn't. They, and they, they were never promoted promoted in America. Yeah. So And um, I knew of Cheryl just as a celebrity, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, not as her actual music. Right, Cheryl Cole. Yes. Well,
1: she has a different last name. So now. many names. So many names. Cheryl. Just, just Cheryl. Her, just call her Cheryl. She's like Cher, What's, except with an Earl.
2: What is their origin story? Were they? Did they come from a reality show, or did they? They did, yeah. Oh, they did,
1: okay. They came from a show, I believe it was called Pop Stars, The Rivals. Okay. Where the show created a girl group and a boy band. Um, and so there was a, a cavalcade of girls and a cavalcade of and then boys. And they faced off? Yes. Oh, it's incredible. And at the end of it, um, the, the goal was each of them were going to, I believe this is the gist of it. Feel free to tweet me if I'm wrong. I think the gist of it, they, they each, they they formed a girl group and a boy band to, at, during the show. And then each of the groups recorded a single. And each of those singles were released at the same time simultaneously. And whichever song did better on the charts. I love this. Um, would be, like, the winner.
2: Can we do this here? Can Can America do
1: this? I love this. And so <laughs> Girls Aloud put out Sound of the Underground, okay. which was their debut single. It debuted, at, I believe it was number one on the official UK singles chart, sold a boatload, um, and then they went on to have an incredible career, which really was probably completely unexpected right. for a reality show-born act. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're... They're a, they're like a Kelly Clarkson or a Carrie Underwood. Or well, if you UK. really want
2: to make a a comparison, it would be like more like O Town, which you they had yeah. their one song, yeah. and then they kind of faded out, and that's what you kind of would expect to happen. Did you say they had a number one song? I said they had their one song. I was gonna say I'm like they <laughs> did like, not no, have a number one. Let me correct you there. I'm like <laughs> You're like Liquid s- Dreams was not. Yeah, number they one. were not number one.
1: <laughs> Liquid Dreams. No,
2: I was. What was their Jeez. really famous one though? No, I'm not even remember. Don't worry about it. All or nothing. That was a big ballad for them. All or nothing—that's what it's called—or nothing at all, all, because I want it all. That's it. That's them, right?
1: I know that I wrote a story about Ashley Parker Angel's butt recently. (laughs) He was in O Town,
2: so they still are having a moment. Then
1: (laughs) you know the other four members of O Town who are not named Ashley Parker Angel are in a new uh, TV movie starring a bunch of other boy banders where they're like battling zombies. It's a sci-fi movie. Yeah, Yeah. Nick Carter's in it, and uh, so is I think uh, AJ and Howie from Backstreet Boys. Sure, Joey Fatone definitely floating in there. Yep. Uh yeah, there's it's, if you ever Now want, we've
2: gone into boy bands.
1: Forget them. Back to the girl groups. Um so that's that's probably one of my favorites. What what
2: is one of yours? My first choice is Eden's Crush. No. What? <laughs> just I'm joking, just, joking, just joking. Wasn't Nicole Scherzer here in the U.S. we were Eden's just crush? having a conversation about pop stars. Oh. The uh U, the Eden's US crush. version. Okay, but for real. Um <laughs> I was obsessed with En Vogue. When I was a kid, like oh. so obsessed that that um. First of all, never going to get it is just an incredible, mm-hmm. perfect pop song, and then that whole album was so good. The funky divas, funky, album. funky divas. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I that is my first choice for sure. Giving him something he can feel. Free yes. your mind. Uh, yes. Definitely the first like the first like girl group love that I had. I owned that album, loved it. One of my favorite Invoke songs is a song that was not
1: on that album. It was a song from Set It Off, Don't Let Go, Love. Oh, yes. What's it gonna
2: Oh, my God. That is
1: such a good song. And it was the, um, I believe it was the last song that the original four members of In Vogue did together. Really? Because then uh, one of the members left, and the next album was just, it was was just a trio. Okay. Such a great
2: song. And And the vocals, their vocals were just insane.
1: It was just, and uh, uh, you have to find out on YouTube, when they reunited on, I think it was the BET Awards, like... Maybe like five years ago when Alicia Keys performed and Alicia Keys did a tribute to girl groups and it was all a surprise and out came Invoke. Oh my goodness. Who sang with Alicia. Then out came SWV oh. who sang with Alicia and then out came the uh, living members of TLC. Incredible. Chibaz. Uh, Boz and Tilly. <laughs> Chibaz and Chili came out and sang and then at the end everyone came back out on stage. Yeah. Girl group heaven, I tell you. Yes, indeed. One of my favorites um, is the Sugar Babes, which is also a UK girl group. Um, Interesting thing about the Sugar Babes. And I actually interviewed the original members of the Sugar Babes. um, Probably, I guess it's like almost two years ago now for Billboard.com. Back when they kind of reformed and called themselves uh, MKS. Okay. Which was an acronym for their initials of their first names. Okay. Um, So anyway, the, the Sugar Babes, it's a really interesting... Uh, story where they're, uh, they started off with uh, three women, uh, Siobhan, uh, Mutia, and Keisha. And then by the end of the Sugar Babes, all three original members had already l- had left the group. Oh, wow. And they had been replaced over time by three new members. Um, which How does is, that happen? A, a wholesale replacement? Whole, yeah, well, I mean, it's... Like it was, some Minuto It was a very situation. gradual thing. After the first album, <laughs> Siobhan left. Um, And she was replaced with Heidi. Okay. So then for a good long while, it was Heidi, Keisha, and and Mutia. Okay. For like three albums. And then Mutia left and was replaced with Amel. Okay. So then there was, I think, an album or two with, you know, Keisha, who was the last remaining member, and then Amel and Heidi. Okay. And then Keisha left. And everyone was like, wait, hold up now. Yeah. And she was replaced with like some like reality show girl uh, jade and it was just and everyone was just like sorry like, done. you cannot
2: even use that name anymore bye.
1: yeah <laughs> bye bye so, uh, but I've always had it, and, and they made and they made such really good sort of state of the art pop music. So that's one of my favorites,
2: Destiny's Child. Yes, <laughs> duh, obviously. Um, the children of Destiny is the for children Paul. of Destiny. I mean, speaking of lots of replacements of members, yes. uh, that's yeah. Crit, can um, you name all the members of Destiny's no, Destiny? I mean, I can name a good lot of them. I so, like I, the current, like well, current-ish lineup is Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle. But then. Uh, Michelle replaced two members, Latoya and Latavia. Right, and I don't. I think that there might have been Farrah. somebody else involved. Farah. There we go. Farah is the other. I'm one. I'm not
1: exactly sure where Farah fell into the mix. If she was in the original group and then departed. Yeah, I don't know. Wanna... Was replaced by. Yeah, I'm not sure.
2: All I know is that in the. I think in the Say My Name video, there are four members. Yes, and
1: that was the first video with Michelle. Michelle. In it. So
2: I, I think like Latavia, she was recruited like
1: the day before or something crazy. Uh, I think.
2: Was it Latavia or Latoya? Latoya's the one that had a, a decent solo career, Latoya Luckett. Latoya debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart. Yeah. I think her
1: first or second solo. So I think
2: album. Latoya's the one that left. Michelle came in, and then Latavia got let go after that. Mm. I think that's how it went down. But anyway. But anyway. Um, their music is just insane. Um, I like, I mean, that was like the music of my high school, like, they were so good I went and saw Destiny's Child in concert you did in the year 2000 I have never seen Destiny's Child in concert oh it was really great they played at uh the college I went to Michigan State they um I was a senior in high school and we went to Michigan State's campus and saw them in this really small venue like it was kind of crazy actually they played at this like podunk venue but um uh yeah like I was just completely obsessed and Say My Name was like my favorite song you saw like them in like you know like a college like
1: you know, it wasn't like a You know, it wasn't. Arena. Well, no, it was
2: actually smaller than that. It was an auditorium. It was like where they put on like the plays and stuff at, at school. Wow. Yeah.
1: So you'll forever be able to say that you saw Beyonce. And yeah. Destiny's
2: Child I'll live. never see Beyonce. I probably won't ever like get that close people. to Beyonce again.
1: No. <laughs> you
2: know. <laughs>
1: I think that we can pretty definitively
2: say. Um, I have to say, I, I haven't.
1: I haven't interviewed. Uh, have you interviewed any of the women of Destiny's Child?
2: Um. No,
1: I no. haven't. I, I. Not yet. I think. I think I've talked to Kelly and Michelle. I wanna say I've talked to Kelly and Michelle. I know I've talked to Michelle. Kelly may be on a red carpet somewhere. But i I, I remember having a conversation with Michelle, and I just remember that she was just so nice. Yeah. And just so just real and funny mm-hmm. and lovely. I mean, granted, it was like a red carpet thing, but we were at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And she was there and she was coming at the tail end of the red carpet. And I had just talked to one of her producers, like, beforehand. And then, and then she came up. And we talked for, like, like a good long while. And it was just, like, we were, like, kicking it up. And, hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> and she was just, like, so nice. And then, like, after that, we started following each other on Twitter. It's oh. so, like, Michelle and I are, like, you know, Twitter buddies. So she probably listens to the podcast then. Sure. <laughs> Michelle, come on by. Yeah, yes, yeah. Come on by. <laughs> um, last one for me. And it turns out it just happens to be another British girl group. Spice Girls.
2: Oh, of course. Because, you know, I mean... Because the Spice Girls. Because
1: the Spice Girls. It takes very <laughs> little explanation. And also, they are really one of the few, if like only, uh, girl groups where every one of their members have gone on to have a successful recording career. Um all 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 five of the ladies of the Spice Girls have have charted have have released solo albums have released solo singles all of them have hit they've all had top 10 singles on the official UK singles chart all of them except for Victoria Beckham have had a number 1 single on the on the official UK singles and chart
2: and then we never heard from her again yeah where'd she go <laughs> how's she doing <laughs> Um, I
1: saw, and I'll have to say, you talked about Destiny's Child, seeing them live. I saw the Spice Girls live when they reunited. Where did you see them? At Staples Center. Oh, man. Man, it was so good. It's so fun. It so fun. I really, I, I want them to do something this year for their anniversary because they're talking about doing something for their, their 20th anniversary. But it does
2: not seem does not look good. super, yeah, I'm not super optimistic about that, but it'd be amazing if they did. I'm, okay, here's my hope and then I'll shut up. I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say? <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs>
1: my hope because we know that Victoria Beckham isn't she 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 has I don't think she's said whether she wants to do a re- reunion. I feel like she's probably moved on. She's like right. I'm busy with fashion. Yeah. I'm kind of I am I'm, I'm a mogul now. Yeah. I've I've got fashion. Um I think they should do a new album. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there should be like two songs with Victoria on them. Okay. Like, have her do do some limited recording. Yeah. And then the rest of the songs on the album can be perhaps Spice Girls on their own by themselves or Spice Girls joined by other famous ladies of girl groups. I didn't know what you were going to say. And I love this idea. So, like, it could be, (laughs) like, you know, like, the Spice Girls with, like, Mary Wilson of the Supremes. Mm. Could be the Spice Girls with, you know, perhaps... I don't know, one of the members of Banana Rama.
2: I mean, I think we could go with the the new school too. They could have a little little mix. Yeah. Maybe some Fifth Harmony. Oh, yeah.
1: Bring in Fifth Harmony, mm-hmm. like bring in the entire group of Fifth Harmony. Mm-hmm. What if you had like the Spice Girls with All Saints? Yeah. What if, you know, there's so many I think there's a way where it could be. Oh, I think that uh Mel ooh, Mel just, oh, just told a story about having oh, a yeah. feud with one of fight, All like the All Saints girls. She got into a fight in the bathroom with one of the girls yeah. from All Saints. Never <laughs> so mind. That might not happen, um, but it could but it could be a way to celebrate you know the core of what girl groups are about to a lot of people the togetherness the bond of women girl power girl power so how you you call the album girl power mm-hmm. you celebrate the 20th anniversary of the spice girls but you also celebrate girl groups and women and women in music together
2: uh the pop shop podcast trademarks this amazing yeah. idea i want to
1: cut <laughs> By the way, if any of the Spice Girls would like to come on the podcast, (laughs) call me, please. Tweet us. Do you have any more?
2: Yeah, I'll just I'll rattle some off. Oh wow, you have salt and pepper. Yes. Yeah, Shoop was like was my jam, still is. Push it. Um Push and then uh no, no, no. The Bangles. Yes. I was obsessed when I was a kid too. Um Eternal Flame. It's all about Susanna Haas' eyes. Eternal Flame. That was my song. That was 100% my song. And then I mean, I'm not pandering right now. TLC. Yeah. I owned I owned um Crazy Sexy Cool. I owned Fan Mail. They had just mega hits on yes. them. Speaking of mega hits, maybe we should go to your uh, your best selling girl group singles. Yeah, I'm. Gonna, I'm. I, we have a.
1: We did a top ten. Uh, th- the top ten biggest girl group songs of all time on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, and it is a officially ranked list. We actually did this list a year ago, uh, in March, and I have updated the list. Um, I will actually be updating the list, the full top forty for Billboard.com later this week, so stay tuned for that. So don't look for it right now, but at later on in the week, yes, go. We'll look tweet for, it. We'll tweet it. We'll <laughs> you'll find it. It'll be great. <laughs> um But this is based on uh this is ranked on performance of songs on the chart. Not just purely on where it peaked at, but the overall performance. So that said, let me find the list as I shuffle through all of my papers. Are we going ten to one? Ten to one. Okay. And I don't think Katie knows these yet because she doesn't have. No, I don't. Their, I don't paper. have it in front of me. So number ten is. <laughs> He's so fine by the chiffon. Oh, see, we didn't go very throwback on our list at all. No, like, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't like say like Martha and the Vandellas mm-hmm. or something. Were all the Vandellas women? No, they were men. Um, number nine, where my girl's at? Oh my God. Back? 702. 702. Strangely, this did not hit number one. It peaked at number four, but it was on the chart for 42 weeks. Wow. So it was one of those songs that hung around for so long, and that's why
2: it can be in the top 10. My friends and I had a dance routine to that song. Really? Mm-hmm. And for my friend's birthday, which was last week, I sent her a little gif of 702, the video. Oh, okay.
1: I was like, <laughs> a gif of you guys dancing. Nope.
2: I wish I knew that routine still. Um, number eight is
1: No Scrubs by TLC. Okay. That was a huge song. Number one for four weeks on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1999. Number seven, Dinah Ross and the Supremes' Love Child. Oh, wow. It's like a song you wouldn't have thought. No. Yeah. Uh, it was number one uh, in 1968. Number six, Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Oh, of course. Number one for one week back in 1990. Uh, A a group you may have heard of, uh, TLC with Waterfalls (laughs) is number five. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number one for seven weeks. That video, man. Yeah, a a video that bankrupted everyone. (laughs) Um, Number four, TLC again. Okay. With Creep this time. Number one for four weeks back in 1995. Number three, a group that you've already name-checked, The Bengals Walk Like an Egyptian. Yep. Number one for four weeks back in 1986. Number two... Another group that you've seen live, Destiny's Child, Independent Women Part 1, was number one for 11 weeks.
2: This is like, if you had asked me to choose what Destiny's Child song was highest. You would have said, Say My Name. Say My Name, Survivor. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but I loved that song. It's a, it's the tie-in with Charlie's Angels, right? Yes. Independent Women. You will never get the number one, ever. Really? Yeah.
1: Even if you give me the group, I won't? Oh, if I gave you the group, you might, but you'll, you'll probably be like flabbergasted that the group is at number one. All right.
2: Give it to me. The
1: Emotions, uh, Best of My Love. Wow. No. Whoa,
2: whoa. Never. If, you, if we had stayed here all day trying to guess, never, not got there. I was
1: stunned. Yeah. Seriously. Um, it, it's when, a fabulous when, song. When I first made this list, mm-hmm. uh, like a year or two ago, um, I was blown away by that. Um, It spent five weeks at number one back in 1977. Okay. One, when you think of girl groups, you don't think of the emotions. Right. But they are indeed an all-female group. Yeah. And for this list, we included, you know, groups like the Go-Go's. Yeah. It's an all-female band. band. Yeah. The Bengals are an all-female band. Mm -hmm. We didn't include groups like Heart, who are led by two women, but still usually have dudes in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that's, you know, we had to walk a fine line of what's really a girl group and what isn't. Yeah. Um, But the emotions indeed were were a girl group. Um, and this song, you may immediately think, well, if it was only number one for five weeks and Destiny's Child were number one for 11 weeks, how is it that Best of My Love can actually be more popular? Well, the for, for this particular chart, for all of our Hot 100 countdowns that you see us do um, on Billboard.com, you know, when we celebrate someone's birthday and we say, here's their top 10 hits, mm-hmm. or when, you know, David Bowie died, we did, here's his top 20 hits. It's based on... Um, performance on the Hot 100 over time. So it's not just about where you peak, but it's also how you perform. And
2: how long and you're how staying long. there, yeah.
1: And also, we uh, weighted the chart in different eras to reflect turnover rate. Okay. So, back in the 70s, it was pretty normal for a song to get on and off the chart in in, in quick order. Okay. Like it, it would be done in like 20 weeks or less. Okay. Now, if you can actually be number one for multiple weeks and actually have a sizable run on the chart in an era where that was totally right. unusual, right, then you get rewarded right. thusly on this particular It was more recap. of an accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. So that's how the emotions can top our list of the biggest girl group songs of all time with Best of My Life. Surprise. Yeah. Um. Now, and this is our sort of next to last segment of the girl group celebration. We're doing a quiz, Katie, ah. and she does not have this on her list. She doesn't know what we're going to do. The category is girl groups where I am going to give Katie, just like I did for Ru- RuPaul a few weeks ago, the first names of members of girl groups. And she is going to try to guess. <laughs>
2: yes. Try to
1: <laughs> what, what girl groups oh God. they may be. Okay. okay. Um, now let me find my sheet here. And none of these are repeats from the RuPaul interview. Okay. Um, so we're going to start with an easy one. Okay, good. Cheryl, hold, hold, bite your tongue, Sandra, and Deidre. This is
2: the easy one? Uh-huh.
1: Well, sort of easy.
2: I mean, so it's not Girls allowed. It's
1: not Girls Aloud. <laughs> Girls allowed have, have, five, have five members.
2: Sandra and Deidre and Cheryl.
1: Now, see, what I will tell you is that no one really knows them by those names. Oh. Everyone knows them by their nicknames.
2: Really? And
1: their nicknames are part of the group's name.
2: Interesting. <laughs> I I will suggest to you that I think this is the easy one. That they they um
1: that they can also be considered seasonings to some people. Seasonings? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. And it's one of my favorites. It's right here on my list. Yeah. Salt and pepper. Yep. So uh, Cheryl, Salt James, Sandra, Peppa Denton, yeah, I only know Deidra their nicknames: Cinderella, Roper. All right, awesome. All right, this one you're going to get. Okay, Ally Brooke.
2: Okay, Fifth Harmony. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Normani. Yes. Uh, Dinah, Lauren, and Camila. Yes. All right. Uh, this one: uh, Anne, Jeanette, and Joya.
2: And Jeanette and they, they,
1: they had their biggest success in sort of the mid to late 80s. Okay. They had a number one hit on the Hot 100 with Seasons Change. Seasons Change.
2: I don't even know that song. It is Expose. Oh, well, I was not getting there. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. This one, I think you'll get this one. Okay. Wendy,
1: Carney, and China. That is Wilson Phillips. Ding, ding,
2: ding, ding, ding. Yay.
1: This one I think you will get. Uh, Vicky, Debbie, Michael... Michael, and Susanna. Oh, Susanna, the Bengals. That gave it away. was <laughs> a Michael? There was a Michael. Michael Steele. Oh, yeah. that's a cool name. And I even checked. I'm like, do, we, do I pronounce it Michael? Is it or Mikhail? Is it? Yeah, it's like, no, evidently it's Michael. <laughs> um, Melanie, Nicole, Natalie, and Shaznay.
2: Oh, that is All Saints. That's All Saints. And I only know that because Mel B. beat up Shaznay in a bathroom. <laughs> I think she like, they pulled her hair or something. I
1: know. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. I'm sure they probably get along well now. And in fact, in that same interview, Melanie B. actually said that the new All Saints single is really good. Yes. It is really good, by yes. the way. Yes, I listened
2: to it after that based on Mel B.'s uh, what you think? suggestion. It's really good. I, I forget. I, I think it's called... Uh, oh, I don't remember what it's called. Never mind. Sorry. I, it's really good. <laughs> um...
1: Okay, here's a good one. Gina, Charlotte, Jane, Kathy, and Belinda. Oh, that would be the uh, Go-Go's. Yep. Um, Sarah, Karen, and Siobhan. Siobhan, huh? Yeah, that already gives you that you're like, all right, it has to be British. You're like, Siobhan, huh? <laughs> Still don't know. Is it
2: one of the girl groups you mentioned today?
1: Mm, I mentioned their name oh. briefly as a possible collaborator for the oh, White Oh,
2: Really? Girls. Oh, they had they had, really? a number, they had a number one
1: hit in the 1980s with a cover of... Oh, Bananarama. Yeah. They hit number one with Venus. Venus, yes. And the last one... Uh, well, the last one's kind of easy. Um, Good. <laughs> I'm already
2: failing. <laughs> Rosanda. Oh, yes. Lisa. This leads us right and, into... And Teon. Our interview. I got to meet the lovely Rosanda... AKA Chili. Of TLC. Of TLC. There you go. Tell us about
1: hanging out with Chili.
2: Man. I, I got an email earlier this year, and it had the subject line, would you like to work out with Chili from TLC? You're like, oh, uh, Yeah, I mean, sure. of course. The answer is obviously yes. So, I got to go to the Beachbody headquarters in Santa Monica in January. I did a half-hour-long dance workout led by Chili. Oh, man, I wish I were there. She was right up front doing the dance with us the entire time, <laughs> uh, and it included a new song that she wrote just for the workout. Oh. Workout's called Size, by the way. C-I-Z-E. Like... The end they call it the end of exercise. Oh, okay. Well, that's not <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so we got to dance to her new song Body, and then after the workout, we talked about why dancing's the perfect exercise. And of course, we had to get in some TLC questions. Well, yeah. We talked about their upcoming Kickstarter funded album, how they pranked new kids on the block during their tour last summer, uh, <laughs> and many more things. So here's our lovely interview with Chili. Hi, Chili, and welcome to Billboard's Pop Shop Podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. And today we're at the Beachbody headquarters in Santa Monica, California, and can you tell us a little bit why we're here today and, and why you wanted to be a part of it?
3: Well, first of all, we're here today because of the launch of SIZE, the new exercise program called SIZE that I am a part of, very happy to be a part of. I'm also a member of the Beachbody family, so, you know, I've... I, I endorse everything that they put out. So um, anyway, but that's why we're here today.
2: And we just got out of a very strenuous dance workout, yes, you and wasn't
3: me. It, well, did you have fun? <laughs> this is
2: without a doubt the and sweatiest interview sweat I have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was definitely, definitely a workout. Cool. Um, and we also got to hear your new song, Body, at the end of the workout. Yes. Um, how did that song come together?
3: Well, first of all, um, Carl Deichler, the CEO, mm-hmm. you know, told me about this program and uh, that Sean T. would be involved. And Sean and I have been wanting to do something together yeah. for a long time. And he said, you know, would you do an original song for this? And so I just kind of thought about just, you know, working out and your body and how hard it is for people to work out and, and, and stay on that path. And those were the lyrics that, you know. So when I talked to the producer, Javon, and um, the other writer, Minka... I was just telling them exactly what I wanted to say and how I wanted it. I said, then the beat has to make people want to dance. Yeah. You know, and so that's how it came to life.
2: And, you know, why do you think dance is such a good workout?
3: Because it's fun. Right. You know? It doesn't feel like a it workout. It doesn't feel like a workout sure. at all. So people will push themselves, especially when you have – Good music, mm-hmm. something that just that's why, you know, when people are working out, you know, they're listening to their music, their favorite songs. It, it kind of pushes them along yep. the way. So, yeah.
2: And, um, you know, obviously dancing has been part of your career since course, uh, starting with TLC. Yeah. And you guys just uh did a whole tour over the summer with yes, the main
3: event tour with, with New with,
2: Kids and Nelly. Yes. What was the vibe like on that tour? It was amazing. Yeah. It was
3: honestly it was probably the most laid back tour we've ever had. That's awesome. You know and um, although we did you know uh, we, we pulled a prank on the boys you know one time and so that was that was a lot of fun. What was but the prank? Well okay so <laughs> did you see the show at all? You I didn't, didn't get, a chance? get to see okay, it. Okay well what happens on the screens you know the guys go into the little cubby holes or whatever and they're changing their clothes but of course all the ladies can see them take their clothes <laughs> off. So Tiana and I decided to hide behind a black curtain and their people were, you know, everybody was in on and everything. And so right when Donnie and everybody got down to their underwear, we jumped. It was like, ha! Ah! <laughs> and they were like... <laughs> like scream like little girls it was so fun and everybody got a chance to see that's that. that's incredible so, Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and speaking of Tian um, there's new music coming you guys had the, yes. the really successful Kickstarter project yes. so what can you tell me about the progress on that album
3: well first of all um, that's another reason why I'm out here too you know we're uh, trying to finish up the album be in the studio after today from day in day you know day out getting this done and I'll just say this we're, we're bringing back our interludes awesome yeah we're gonna we're come we've come up with some really fun funny stuff amazing know, for people to, to enjoy yeah. is there a
2: timetable yet or we never
3: like to say that okay. and we don't give out the name of the of the album because okay. we do have the name okay we finally have a name for it so we're real happy about that okay
2: final question because we worked out today what is okay. your favorite workout song
3: right now body Oh. Right <laughs> I now, aside body, body.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That was very good self promo for sure. Thank you so much for, for sitting down with us today. I really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for the yeah, workout. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Have a great one. You too.
3: Come on. And again, y'all. Come on. Two more times.
2: So, I'd like to apologize to Chili for being like a really disgusting sweaty mess when we did this interview. When they told me I had to do the interview after the workout, I was like, are you serious? Well, the, and it's beca- not cool. <laughs> probably because they
1: wanted to, uh, to like have you ask questions about the actual workout. Yes, itself. coming
2: from an educated place, and right. but actually, I think that she loved that I was sweaty because she's like, "You had a good workout, right?" I was like, "Yeah, like I-, I guess." Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any waterfalls? And I meanwhile,
2: she's not sweating at all, and she did the entire dance with us the whole time. She's, so. Was she? Uh, she I- I'm I'm very sort of
1: casually. Uh, every so often, I engage with her on social networks, and she's always been like su- like recently super fit, very oh yeah, healthful. Very focused, and this is not just for this. So this the speech body thing isn't completely out of the blue. She's kind of been on this like health and fitness train for a good long while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if
2: if you'd like to know a little more about size, you can visit dancewithchili.com. Hey, and then you can too, dance with chili.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can you like? I'm waiting for the next one like eat chili
2: like, with chili with chili
1: <laughs> which you know like the, the new Dinty Moore offer and like,
2: basically publicists need to know that if you'd like me to do something just like have me do something with strange with like a very successful cocktail with Ariana Grande <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean yes She she's legal now she can she can drink the so. answer is yes yeah
1: let's do that <laughs> um, well you know what time it is now well, what time is it it's time for the chart stat of the week alright <laughs> Well, I thought it was only fitting that we do a uh, kind of groupy-themed uh, chart stat of the week. Of course, can you name the American group with the most number ones ever on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart?
2: I mean, you know my <laughs> my default is. To just always say the beatles but we're talking about girl groups right right and and um
1: and uh this uh, it's it's kind of obvious i mean it's not
2: isn't it, isn't it isn't it obvious is it well probably cuz it's written right in front of me right okay go ahead and say who it is <laughs> i believe it's diana ross and the supremes yeah just the supremes the actually. supremes the we, supremes
1: we we look at we we count all of the number ones for the supremes and all their various permutations uh and they've had 12 number ones wow on the billboard hot 100 chart uh which is more than any other American group in history. And in fact, the only folks that have had more number ones are the Beatles with 20, Mariah Carey with 18, Rihanna with 14, work is her 14th number one, Michael Jackson with 13, and then they're tied with Madonna with 12. Wow. Um, and when I said how we count all the different permutations of the Supremes, what I mean is the Supremes started off as, the Sup- our charts, as the Supremes. The Supremes. And then it became... Um, uh, Dinah Ross and the Supremes mm-hmm. and then when Dinah left it just became the Supremes again however the Supremes without Diana didn't have any number ones yeah but they still had um, top 10 hits and chart success without Diana okay um, but there you go there's your sim- sweet and simple chart stat of the week uh, the Supremes have the most number ones among all American groups in history on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with 12 chart topping singles <laughs> That's it, folks. Girl Group Mania is over with. Oh. We should do one every week. Just every I'll, week celebrate girl groups. Yeah, I
2: think so too. Yeah.
1: Um do you have any parting words, Katie?
2: Oh, uh just, you know, thanks to Chili for being awesome and and for TLC for making amazing music. That's my parting words.
1: <laughs> um, we we should we should uh battle and figure out which which one of our favorite girl group songs will will take us out on the show.
2: Oh, well, so how are we battling? I
1: don't know which, <laughs> I, I, I would I would say um, we can go out with the promise by Girls Aloud, which is an amazing amazing song. I'm
2: not mad at that, so I guess I lost this battle. Okay, you lost. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. To fade, to
0: fade. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect.